0: Uh, we're holding Parashas Vayigash and uh, it's an important parasha because it it's really the end basically the end of the uh, saga of uh, what Chazal called the Rokzoy Shal Yosef Rashi quoted it in Parashas Vayeshev Koftal of Rokzoy Yosef this whole Rokzoy of Yosef where he um, you know, the whole episode of uh, you know the brothers and you know getting rid of him and him going to Mitzrayim. It comes to a completion over here, and Yosef uh, reveals himself to his brothers, and there is a lot to uh, say. This is a very packed um, sugya. Even on the surface, it's very packed, but we have to understand that the Torah is 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 everything is uh, everything about judaism okay is here it's all here and you know the hamshekhaderes throughout nach throughout you know uh you know what we're living through now everything is 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 uh here it's all here it's embedded in these quote unquote stories that we read through in the Chumash, the whole mitzis of Kalal Yisrael, all the the nature of Kalal Yisrael, all here, we are, you know, this is the Shvatim, this is Kalal Yisrael, the 12 Shvatim, Jews throughout the doiras and as we know of it today, all are made up of these koiches. what we see in the Torah. Everything in Nach, everything in the Hemsha is an extrapolation of the quote-unquote stories that we have in the Torah It's like the, uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like the, uh, everything is taken from here, everything is extrapolated from, from these stories. I don't know how to say it in a better way. But that's basically what uh, what the Torah is all about. It speaks about the 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 zach the the the, the of the thing, okay? And it's presented to us in story form. But we have to understand that these are uh, very very high and deep concepts. Very high, very deep. So. Until we get to Yaakov, Be'etzim, Yaakov Ubanov, in the Shvatim, in the Torah, right? We have Avram, Yitzchak. So Avram, so we have Avram being Avram, different than the whole world. And then we have his two kids, Yitzchak and Yishmael. There's always a beer going on. There's always a, you know, selection, right? There's Yitzchak over Yishmael. And then when Yitzchak comes along, there's Yaakov and Esav, and then there's Yaakov and Lovan, and then, yeah. And then something weird happens. After, you know, There's also Rachel and Leah. This is a very big sugya over here, Rachel and Leah. There's not one good one, one bad one. Chas I'm not saying that, but uh, we're going to quote a Maimar Chazal, which says an interesting thing. You know, Yaakov was married to Rachel and Leah was married, not to Yaakov, she was married to Yisrael. Interesting stuff, there's two things. But already when that happens, it's already within the Klal Yisrael, within Yaakov, all the other birurim, all the other selections, was good and evil, separating the good from the evil, keviyochel, right? So now within Yaakov, within Klal Yisrael, we have Rachel, we have Leia. we have the Bnei ya- Leah and the Bnei Rachel, and you see time and time again how the Torah is contrasting the two, contrasting the two. The beginning of Parshas Vayeshev, we speak about Yosef. Yosef is the Toldos of Yaakov. Yaakov, right? That Michtam uh, Eliyahu uh, quotes Chazal. And he says that Rachel was married to Yaakov, and the us of Yaakov is Yosef. It's Pashup Shah. He's the Bechor of Yaakov, okay? And the whole story with Yosef and the brothers, and they didn't like it. Very good. And then we have, you know, Ruvain. Ruvain is a very interesting character, also uh, here in Bayeshev And then in Miketz we have him again. Yosef, uh, 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 Reuven is the Bechor of Leah And he's trying to do things the right way He was not happy with the decision, quote-unquote Of the brothers to get rid of Yosef And he's trying to do, to correct things Keep that in mind, he's trying to correct things We'll get back to this idea But that's Reuven And then, okay, they get rid of him They sell him to Mitzrayim, very nice and then the Torah tells us a story about, about Yehuda. And this was one of Yehuda's big mistakes. He fixed up his mistakes. You know, he didn't kill his daughter-in-law. Tzad and that's a big shvach for Yehuda. But Lamaisa, this story is an uncomfortable story for Yehuda. This is a mistake. And we know the outcome of this mistake. Very interesting how this shidduch brings forth ultimately... Brings forth Mashiach. Very interesting. Right? Brings forth Malach HaMashiach. And immediately after that, again, look at the contrast. Back in Yeshiv, we speak about Yosef and his big Nisoyen, which he passed with flying colors. Right? He passed with flying colors. So we have quote-unquote a not so pretty picture about Yehuda. And then we jump into Yosef, and Yosef had this terrible Nisoyan and he was clean. And he did it. He 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 mastered that. He didn't fall into that into that uh, Aveira. And then we have the story of the Saramashkim which connects us to Parshish Miketz. and the Saramashkim right benefited from Yosef, and Yosef asked him to remember him. And Chazal tell us, and that was already in the beginning of last week's parasha, the end of a Yosef. Chazal tell us that Yosef made a mistake. Okay? Yosef made a mistake. How big of a mistake? Two words. Right? Im zochert, im he said, a Zahkartani, something like this, uh, right? Ki im Zahkartani idcha, right? Sh'tei shonim. Ve'le'i Zohar sa'aram ashkem ve'yish k'chei u'la'achar me'kan. Sh'tol y'ez le'zichar huskak li'ez oser sh'tei shonim. Sh'nemar ashre'i gevel, whatever. So why two years? Yeah. So uh, I think the uh, why two years. I I I remember somebody saying, "Im im I thought it was a double lotion, but it wasn't. Yeah, Zakhartani, Okay, maybe I heard such a pshat that that was the two words that he said. And he got two years punished. So Yosef made a tiny little mistake and sit in jail for two years until he fixed that mistake. And then throughout uh, the Miketz, Yosef is very careful. This already, Victor Miller points that out. Everything is, you know, Hashem, and has nothing to do with us and not me. I am not pointer, any haloymus, and on his Yitzharim for COVID and whatever you want to call that. And then the whole story, and then right, the whole story with the brothers. You know, Yosef is playing a trick on them, and you have to understand that, right, Yehuda. So oh oh oh, and 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 we see over here after they really get messed over, and uh, and 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 the, and the, and Yosef tells them, don't come back without this, right? So again, we see the confrontation between or a birur between Ruven and Yehuda. Ruvein tries to, you know, fix up this problem and he talks to his father, but his father doesn't go for it. And Yehuda, Yehuda is able to convince Yaakov. And Yehuda is Ki'ilu taking the, 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 the princehood of the Bnei Leia, And obviously in this week's parasha when we get to Vayigash, we see Vayigash love Yehuda. Yehuda is the one. Yehuda is now going to be the one that's going to approach Yosef. But, but if we follow the story, just put ourselves in their shoes a little bit, or in Yehuda's shoes a little bit. Th- this was an insane story. It's insane. You, you couldn't, right? I, I have a Rebbe. You know, he is uh, he's very. He's, he's a big Talmud Chacham, a massive Talmud Chacham. But he's a cold guy. Rabbi I might say he's a cold guy. And uh, anytime I'm feeling a little bit down, I try to. You know, at least in those days when I used to live in Eretz, so I try to. You know go and give shalom to him when I left the kailal and, you know, I went to a different kailal. I used to go and give shalom to him because I knew that there's only one person that can get me out of my rut. It was, it was this Rebbe. Why? Because every time I go over to him and I say to him, Rebbe, how you doing? He tells me, I've been worse. I've been worse. It could always get worse. That's what he told me. And I said to him, why the, you know, why the long face? Why, 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 why? Like this. He's like, what do you mean? You know? What's the difference between an optimist and a pessimist? He says, a pessimist says it can never get worse. And an optimist says it could always be worse. So he says he's very optimistic, very happy fellow. But that's his uh, personality, that's great. And it always puts me in a good mood, Baruch Hashem. But uh, it's hard to imagine how much worse this story could have gotten for Yehuda. I mean, Yehuda gave up his oil and Mabot. As a as a as a guarantee to bring back his younger brother for his father, and his father is a zokin. Yankivavinu. <laughs> the whole world is crumbling down on Yehuda right now. Before these words of Ayiga Sheila of Yehuda, the whole world is crumbling. It couldn't have gotten worse. Everything that could have went bad went bad went sour. Okay, we know the happy ending at the end, but like you have to imagine. This is, it can't get any worse. I mean, this is the worst it could possibly be. And and we have to internalize that. We have to internalize that. Yehuda, time and time again, throughout the uh, mention of his name, throughout the Torah, it's always in a, you know, in a negative way or in not such a good way. Even when he was born, right? Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. But... Uh, it was a surprise. It was against, you know, all odds, right? may no, doesn't make sense. And 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 with these mistakes and with these um, unfortunate happenings, this is what Adarabba, you know, we see, we'll see, soon see. It gives him koyach to approach Yosef, because it make you know all these mistakes. They don't add up. So okay. That was just a quick scan of all these three parashias, four parashias, really, up until where we're up to. Now, I want to share with you what, you know, what uh, the Mikhtar yo says in Parshas Vayeshev, in, I'm sorry, in, yeah, I think it's even in Vayetze. And it, he discusses the relationship Yaakov had with Rachel and Leah. And he discusses it, Alpi Chazal. Now, it's a Chazal that you probably will never come across. Um, But uh, he quotes it, he quotes it, and um, I always thought that these, uh, you know, this piece was beyond capabilities of understanding, and it is, it's Sisre Torah for sure, it's Sisre Torah for sure, but I think it helps us build a yesoid. And to be totally honest, I think that's why he said it over, he wasn't trying to... uh, to uh, impress anybody with his mar mikaymes in uh, in Torah sanister, that that wasn't the point of the sefer. He said it over in Yeshiva Spanovich and he said it over to you know, Bachram and Yeshiva that don't learn, you know, these these these, uh, these foreign from you know Sifra Emes, whatever. And I think it's it's going to help us build the yesoid He says, we mentioned this in the beginning. He says that and Chazal say that uh, Rochel was married to Yaakov, which is connected the oila this world, okay, and Leah and and, and Rochel is called in the Torah yefas toyar she was yefas toyar yefas and that's connected this world. That's what he says, and we know that Yosef is. Is her son, and Yosef represents Yoyfi, okay? They wanted to see the beauty of Yosef. Rabbi Yechina says, "I know the shufra You know he's he was a beautiful person." So, Yosef represents beauty. Ruchel represents beauty, and that, shockingly, Alpi Chazal represents this world, the Olim Hatachtoy, he calls Hazal say, that's Kenegad Ulam, the iskasya, the hidden world. The world that is not seen, not perceived, not understood. Nothing too, you know, glamorous. And the Yesod basically is, and this I heard already, not quoted by the Mechtem I heard this from my Rebbe, you know, Rav Loich and he, he says that that concept, of the ulam iskasia, this hidden world, means that klali soul is rooted above this world, above the rules and regulations of this world, above emes and sheker, above, not with the rules, quote unquote, of what's right and what's wrong, above, somewhere else. It is rooted in a different place. That's beyond Hasaga, beyond right and wrong, beyond. And that is Leah who's married not to Yaakov, but to Yisrael. That's what he says. That's what he says. And it's a pillar. If you go through the Psukim, all throughout these parashias, sometimes the Torah refers to Yaakov as Yaakov, sometimes it's Yisrael, sometimes he speaks to Yosef like this, and sometimes he speaks to Yosef like that, with this name, with that name. It is very interesting. You can do a lot. With this one Yisoid. But now we have to take it down a generation. Now we have the B'nai Leia and the B'nai Rachel. So Leia has a Bukhar, Ruvein. A B'khar, Ruvein. And, and, and in these two instances where Ruvein quote unquote challenges or, or makes a, an attempt to be. Uh, to, 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 to right to, to be the bukhar to be the the spokesman for the benela in both times uh, he is overturned by yehuda yehuda was the fourth one he was the fourth child and 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 i think that that, that, that teaches us something yehuda apam oydes Hashem, he was a surprise the emois, Leah and Rachel both, or, or, or Leah, we see in Chazal, Rashi brings it, that Leah made a chajmin. There's four wives. So everybody's going to have three kids, and that's going to be the shvatim. That should be 12 shvatim. Yehuda was a surprise. Yehuda was not supposed to happen. It was a chiddush. It was not expected. It came from above. Yoiser michelki. Something I wasn't thinking of. Something that was like a surprise. Whoa, whoa, where did that come from? This is embedded in his personality. I don't like using the word personality, but it comes out. And it's a lack of vocabulary. But it's embedded in his in his nishama, in his atzmius. That's what he is. Yehuda is the representation of aboveness, of, is not rooted in the world that you see in front of you that makes sense 3 times 4 is 12 no doesn't make sense he represents this he represents this Yehuda can emerge as Yehuda as the God Lador as a Yehudi from a place where you wouldn't you wouldn't guess in a million years from an absolute mistake from the worst case scenario that's where Yehuda can emerge from. This is who he is. This is embedded in his creation. The worst case scenario, all the mistakes. Mistakes. Yehuda's above mistakes. He can do the Yehuda and Tamar. He can, yeah. He can, he, can, he can sell Yosef. There was a mistake. Right? Reuven wanted to fix the mistake. He wanted to be the correct one. No. Bnei Leia, that, that's not the Anhagah of the Bnei le'ya. The Bnei are above, above this realm of what's right and wrong. Again, there's no heta to do wrong. Absolutely not. But a Jew can emerge... From the darkest places. Can become the greatest person in the world from the darkest places. From mistakes. Yosef, which represents Yifas Toyar of Yifas a beautiful sight, a perfection, fixing the hair, always make, making sure he's well organized. Perfection is the midah, quote-unquote, of Yosef. That's why he he, he, he overcame the terrible Nisoyen of Eishas Petiphar. And that little tiny Nisoyen that he had with the Sarah Mashkim, he was punished for two years in jail until he eradicated the Lev HaEven from his heart. Now he has a Lev Basar, and He knows that everything is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no room for mistakes by Yosef. You can't make any mistakes by Yosef. That doesn't go. And Yehuda who's coming from the worst case scenario in Mikates? His life is over. He can't go back to his father. He lost his Oilam Haba. And Gufa from this terrible place to be. Vayig love Yehuda. Yehuda makes Yosef uh, melts his heart. He melts Yosef with the koyach of being able to emerge from this place of total, total loss. Total loss. That is the confrontation over here. Yehuda approaches his brother, he approaches Yosef, and Yosef melts down. Yosef, Mamish melts down. This is a, uh, uh, the two koiches of Klalishol Be'etzv. Chal is made up of a Yaakov and a Yisrael. These are our two koichas. There is the musig of being in Ebed Hashem in the best way possible. Doing everything beautifully. Yifas mar. But also knowing that there's nothing that can stop a Jew from being a Jew. Even in the worst case scenarios, we are rooted in a place which is not seen, which is above all realities, and that allows and gives gives uh, hope and strength to every yid to go forward, and that's where we come from. This is our this is our story. Now, throughout Nach, this Yesoid is very very clear. I don't want to spend too much time on this. I'm not a big bucky in Nach, but I have a few. As I can share with you, but we'll leave it at this. You have to understand that this is the story that the, the Torah is telling us about Yosef and Yehuda. These are the two main koiches of the Klal Israel, coming from Rachel and Leah, the Bnei Leah and the Bnei Rachel. I hope that was confusing enough for you. Everybody should have a wonderful day and a good Shabbos.